Hi, this is Blair Legger from One More Story Games. Welcome to Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, this is John. And this is Vince. And you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Creating legends one die at a time. So good evening everybody, or welcome and hello. Maybe we should start that because you could literally be listening to this at any time of the day or night. But uh, thank you for stopping by. We're going to be playing our first session of our Cypher System game run by Jesse, the GM of the Dragon Fisters. Hey Jesse. Oh, it leave me hanging. It's like going for a high five. I'm just standing there like, yeah, nothing. Fucking guy. straight. That's how we roll. All right. I see how this campaign's going to be. <laughs> All right. Be- before we get into the gameplay, we're going to do our-, our commercial for our sponsor. I got an awesome package of coffee today two bags of coffee and two super secret special roast blends for our Legends coffee. Ooh. So that's getting closer. Uh, but yeah, it's the only coffee I drink. I was a little worried because I was starting to run out and I didn't think I would get it before I ran out, but I got two big bags today. So I'm super psyched. I was going to have some tonight, but I just had a monster and I did not want my heart to explode while we were live on air. <laughs> so I'm drinking beer instead to kind of bring me back down. Uh, so uh, yes, check those guys out. Uh, it's uh, birds of a feather. Oh, Jesus. See, I don't remember the damn name again. So uh, let me look it up real quick. Birdscoffeecompany.com, which I should know. There'll be links in the show notes so you can check that stuff out. Uh, Birds is also offering a 10% off. So uh, if you use code LEGENDS10 at birdscoffee.com, you'll get 10% off your order and you will get some awesome fucking coffee. So Jesse, I'm done. I'm, I'm tapped out. Go ahead and take it away. All right. Uh, so we are... Uh... If, if you don't know, then you should now. We're running a Cypher System game. Uh, this will be set in uh, what I like to describe as a post-post-apocalyptic science fantasy setting. Uh, so the history of the world is that there was... Uh, it's been uh, over a few thousand years. The ebb and flow of magic within the world has kind of come and gone. And then it came back about 15, 1600 years ago in a burst and people just didn't really know how to deal with it. And it didn't really meld well with the technology at hand. And uh, hence came the uh, massive war, the apocalypse that, uh, that devastated from continent to continent. Uh, Slowly, little by little, the world has built itself back up. Now uh, there has been a, almost fluid harmony of the increase in the, uh, the learning, the, the usage of the technology side by side with the magic uh, to the point where now it's hard to distinguish one from the other. And oftentimes there isn't one without the other. Um, it's very hard nowadays to find pure technology or, and even harder oftentimes to find pure magic. There are still some pockets here and there, um, especially uh, Milo would know about that. 
and uh, Valos would know a little bit more about the pure technology aspect of it. But uh, where we find ourselves now is in the hands of a traitor uh, slash archivist uh, Decaro who has been uh, gotten some knowledge from Milo about a certain organization that would like a power system and he knew exactly where to find one. So he did and he hired on Valos as his security. And at this point now, you guys are attempting to move the, uh, the mechanism, the power supply from one continent to the other. And pretty much the only way to move from one land to another in this area, in this world, is by ship. So you uh, gained passage upon the Bitter Mother, which is a ancient, uh, it's a very old three-mast ship that has actually been outfitted throughout the years with uh, whatever tech that Captain Dragart could get his hands on that he thinks would fit his needs. So the ship itself has a very old feel to it and very piecemeal. Uh, it, it doesn't seem as though anything really should fit together, uh, but luckily he's amassed a very knowledgeable and very crafty crew that has, allowed, that has uh, helped him kind of put pieces together in order to build this thing up. Uh, it is uh, Captain Dragger is somebody that Decaros has put a lot of faith into time after time and a lot of money into. Um, so there's a certain level of familiarity and security with that. Um, you know, plus Decaro gives him a lot of business. So obviously Dragger doesn't want to let him down. Uh, so at this point in time, we have our kind of ramshackle group of Decoro, Milo, and uh, Veros together. Uh, we have the the trader, the intelligence trader, and the security guy. If you want to be nice about it, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then we also have a, uh, not necessarily a stowaway. Um, I believe you did uh, gain passage legally on the ship. Or have Illegal? you have you snuck aboard? Oh, I've, I have snuck aboard. You have snuck aboard. I like sneaking aboard. <laughs> so, in, in, <laughs> do, so indeed, we do have a, a stowaway aboard. Um, and in a ship this size, and also the the bitter mother does constant travel from continent to continent. Um, so you're not the only passage, and you're not the only cargo. Um, there's probably easily at least a dozen and a half other people that aren't crew members that have gained passage onto the ship. And down in the cargo hold, um, there are several uh, several other uh, items in it that have. Uh, that are being stored. Uh, most of it, not as big as yours. Um, and uh, 
definitely uh, none of it as interesting as yours. Um, indeed, your uh, coming onto the ship kind of gained a lot of interest um, and a lot of suspicion because there's a, not often that a, an item uh, would we say that it probably stands easily uh, 12 feet tall and about four feet at the base. Yes. Um, yep. And at this point you have this thing just tied up with, uh, with tarps and ropes and, uh, and anything that you can kind of get to, to cover it up and tie it down. It's wrapped up really securely. And uh, Oh yeah. Ra- <laughs> you got to wrap those big <laughs> Yes. Magnum tarps. assured me that of course it's going to have its own Extra private large. place. <laughs> yeah, he definitely he definitely wants to keep you happy. So um while he can't he can't necessarily ensure that it will be separated from everything else with its own private room, so to speak, um he's definitely gonna make sure that um there that it's at least secluded as much as it can be from everything else. Especially since you've probably explained mm. the, the, uh, not what it is or anything like that or the needs for it, but um, the importance you've kind of stressed, I'm sure. Oh, yes, of course. All right. Um, so at this point in time, you guys are on the ship and you've probably only been at sea um, for a day and a half or so. So you're, uh, probably barely around the horn at this point. Um, you have left Rudstow, which is the city that you were in, um, traveled through the Great Bay and down now towards the south. And the way that this ship sails, as Decoros would know, and probably Varus a little bit, that uh, nobody travels up north for fear of the uh, basically the, the great black hole of sorts that, uh, that travelers are weary of because there's really no telling exactly how the, uh, what the weather or the circumstances are going to be up North. So most of the time people just take the safe yet long way down the Southern horn and around the continent and then up the, uh, the spine islands. So at this point in time, you guys find yourself um, probably, like I said, about a day and a half at sea. Um, most of that outside of the bay and on the high seas itself. Um, is there anything particular that you would like to uh, to be doing or studying or anything of the such? Now, I was just going to say, is there any expectation that we should be helping or doing anything or, you know, we, we paid for passage. So we're just essentially there for the ride. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys are passengers. You paid your way on. Um, he had deck, uh, Draggart has a crew. He does not need anybody getting in the <laughs> way of that. Okay. So. That's fair. Draggart. You're looking him down. You'll probably find uh, you'll find Draggart in. Draggart, uh, what's taking so long, man? We've only been at sea for a day. What do you expect? Right, but 
it, there's there's literally a time frame. It's I don't know if there's anything you can do just to, uh, you know, you know, drop a mainsail or something. You know exactly how long it Is takes it to dropped? sail this. We do it. The trip takes exactly twenty two days. You've been used to this. You've done it time and time again. I don't know why you're putting up such a piss about it right now. Well, the ship, though, man, my dude, we have how many? We've worked together how many times? I've paid you well, like not increasing the ship's capabilities. I mean, I get it. You're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe a day and a half is a little too soon to be doing this. But I'm feeling like there should have been some more upgrades to your situation. Listen, you know how hard it is to get tech around these days, especially the size and the quantity that I'd need to do any outfitting here. And if you want me to go ahead and push this thing to the limits, then by all means, you can pay for all the, uh, all the replacements and all of the recharges that I'd need on this equipment. All right. If all I right. push the mother any harder than I already do, she's going to collapse. Well, that's no. We can't have that. So you know what? You're the you're the captain. You're the sailor. I, I defer to your to your better judgment. Better. But you know, let's let's go. And he, it, it, when you clap at him, he's almost like that. I could toss you with one hand overboard right now. <laughs> If you, the way that, so uh, giving a little bit of a description for Dragger, if basically if you, um, any illustration that you ever saw of Blackbeard, um, take that, but he's probably, he, he's actually a rather slender man. Uh, so he has the, the, the thick beard that he's kind of, um, he's tied down, uh, braided into a few different spots. Uh, not, of not well kept really it's not as a neat fashion it's more so to just kind of get it bundled out of the way his hair is kind of uh kind of strainy and stry and he's he's a thin but very muscular man he's definitely worked he's not one of those captains that just kind of sits in his quarters and and counts his gold as he goes. He's definitely one of those. You you see him on deck. You see him in the in the quarters, and he's uh, working alongside the crew a lot of the time. Nice. So Velos is coming up. He was you know just enjoying the day. It's you know it's nice outside. So he hears the yelling from from Decoros, and he just he he stands off a little bit, kind of chagrined. He's he's got a little bit of a shit-eating grin on his face. So as, you know, he goes, you know, starts clapping his hands, he starts making his way over, and he just kind of gets up behind him, you know, puts his arm on his shoulder, starts to steer him away, and he goes, you know, he could probably just throw you overboard, right? Oh, Valo, that's, uh, yeah, you're probably right, but I still got to stay on him a little bit, you know? Hot ticket item. Milo, like, assured us that this was there. Yeah, you're lucky he likes you. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does, doesn't he? Yeah, it's a good relationship we have. Yeah, well, you pay him, and he doesn't throw you <laughs> overboard. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of how things go. That's how things go for me. So yeah, you know, I can do uh, what I want. I pay. I pay good money. 
So do you want to tell me a little bit more about uh, this package that we're delivering? You were a little sketchy on the details before we, uh, before we started off. Uh, I mean, I don't like to, it's, it's supposed to sort of be kept under wraps battle. So, I mean, I don't know if uh, I should really be going too much into it with you. I mean, if it's okay, I mean, I, I'm paying you to just kind of like help us out get and get there, you know, like it's, that's actually part of what I'd like to see from you is sort of like trying to also make sure that nobody goes and sneaks a peek at this thing. Well, of course, but I like to know what I'm dealing with. I mean, you know, is, is it going to come out and bite me later? I mean, uh, you know, you, you asked me to come along. I, I, you pay me. Sure. That's fine. And we, we go back a little ways, but you know what you're paying me this time doesn't cover what you owe me from last time. I, you know, it, look, I, I, I get it. You're, you're putting your life in the line. Transaction. Look, it, all you, here's what I can tell you. It's a power source. All right give you that much it's a, an extensive power source uh someone wants it i found it i'm bringing it to them it paid i might even be able to pay you what i owe you which i'm not 100 percent certain i owe it. well i probably do owe it to you but i think i think everyone's going to be happy after this one he, he reaches into his cloak into one of the pockets and he pulls out like a little ledger and he goes yeah you you owe it to me <laughs> Sticks the ledger back in his pocket. I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and just take your word for it on that. Then. <laughs> All right. What, why don't we start by uh, having you buy me a beer? I, that's that I can do. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's go buy you a beer. All right. John, John number two. Uh, you said Decoros has been dug too yeah. deep. Where did you dug to dig too deep? Like, where's there's mark on you? And Delve something too deep changed yes. in you. Yeah. Yep. What, what yeah, you, it's not so much that – go ahead. I'm sorry. Is there any mark on you from doing that, like um, physical mark? All right. So once in a while you would see like him shift uncomfortably and scratch at something. And if you look closely, you'd see that there was this like sort of uh, like spir- spiraling up of – like a, like a blackish-green tendrils that kind of come up the side of his neck a little bit. Okay. Like he shakes it off and covers himself up and he kind of looks like he's a little uncomfortable for a moment and that's it. Okay. So as you two are uh, walking out to the, wherever you're going, um, little known to you, there's a woman watching you and she comes out and has a black uh, cowl over her and she goes up to uh, Dick Rose there. <laughs> <laughs> And she touches his neck and goes, you have the gift, I see. Jesus! Or this place is goddess. (laughs) (laughs) Balos turns, hand drops to his side, you know, short sword comes halfway out. (laughs) And uh, the woman that you see has scales all along her face and on her hands uh she's looking rather disgusting and hideous even no need for you that know what you look like it's and vale is just like tar- like sure you know puts a sword away looks at like what <laughs> you will know all the better soon are you are you okay do you need do you need some help i'm blessed this is a gift what was that <laughs> this is a gift. 
What's a gift? I have I have gifts. What's a, what's a gift? On your neck. This. I see. What, uh... Valos grabs his collar and pulls it down. What is she talking about? Yeah, you'll, you'll see, like... Yeah, that's what you'd see. If you pull down the collar, you'd see there's, like, a blackness that sort of is, like, working its way through uh, his torso. And he turns to look at you and he says, Are you sick? I am better than ever. You could only hope to look like this. No, I... I don't. I don't want to look like that. Sorry, guys. The audio is like going in and out, so I'm not sure if you're talking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did no. I miss something? Yeah, John's a little spotty. No, we're 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 in between. So I pull the collar down. You're like, whoa, and then she's like, yeah, this is you know this you know this is your gift. So so he takes a step back from both of you and says, "Do you share a similar gift to our friend Decoros?" It appears I do. You may not know it yet. I am Myra. It's nice to meet you, Myra. I I am Velos. So you say gift. Are you touched by the gods? I'm touched by death. And if that is the gods, then yes. Yes, I am. You said touched by death, huh? <clears throat> yes. Death and I have a very good relationship, but this is not the place to be speaking of such things. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we were just heading down for a beer. Perhaps, Perhaps in the, like... a room, take one to go. Do they have to-go cups? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't leave the ship, so... <laughs> get you a mug with a lid. Yeah, a wooden mug. <laughs> I'd like a wooden mug with a lid. <laughs> with kitty cats on it. That doesn't tip over, because they're on a ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, As an anti-grav stabilizer. Sure. Do you two have things that you need to discuss? Apparently. Are you two friends? Are you close? Yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I put my arm around Val. I slap him on his back. We are very close. (laughs) He he pulls away a little bit because he's seen that thing on your neck. So he just kind of... Velos, unfortunately, I do not know how to bestow this gift, so you are safe from it until we can find out better. I'll I'll take safe from it. Don't go through any extra work on my part. (laughs) Come, let us go. There are things to be figured out. But, okay, I I can get an ale first, though. Yeah? Yeah. Did you have some okay, in your room? cool. I get an ale first, then. So we go down to the galley, I guess, Jesse? Sounds good. All right. Uh, where would Milo or Milo be at this point? Uh, I'm trying to slink around the hold, trying to figure out what other cargo's here. Sounds good. All right. Um, so real quick before we... Um, before we do uh, the three of you heading down. So the three of you head down to the galley. I want to cut to Milo real quick. Um, cool. So you're, you're down there and you're kind of, like you said, I'm so you're uh, just kind of checking out what else is around for, for exactly what purpose. Um, any information like I can gather to use for myself or against someone else to make a profit uh, or put me in a better okay. situation. 
Interesting. Okay. Um, why don't you go ahead and um, let's see. I think we're going to have our first, our first test. So can you roll me and uh, give me an intelligence test? We're going to, it's, it's kind of almost like an investigation <laughs> type thing. All right, cool. Um, we're going to set it, we're going to set it pretty low, but. Uh, so I'm just going to roll a D20 for that, right? Yeah. And do you think you have anything that you might be able to knock that down a little bit with? Uh, well, for skills, I'm trained for learning something new. So pretty much whenever I'm trying to learn new information, I'm just trained in that. Nice. I like that. So we'll do that then. So you'll, you'll kick it down, kick the difficulty down one notch. Then. All right. I got a 17. Nice. You way beat it. I had set it at a three. <laughs> and and uh, you bumped it down to a two, so you had to beat a six. So Perfect. you got that. Good job. <laughs> um, so yes. Uh, so you're kind of just uh, snooping around, basically, and uh, you see that you know you've been on cargo ships before, and a lot of the times, you know, there's there's a lot of just basic trade that goes on. Uh, you know, grains, barley. Um, beverages, wines and beers and ales and things like that. Um, as well as there's usually not a lot of whole tech that um, is brought from place to place because that's uh, it needs uh, constant looking after, constant updating. Uh, and that's just not something that really is useful in a nearly in a three week travel. Um, so a lot of times you'll find pieces of technology, um, that are being shipped. Uh, and however, you're kind of snooping around a little bit and, uh, a couple of things catch you off guard or not necessarily off guard, but pique your interest is that you see a lot of, um, bulk shipment of a few items. Um, and through your, uh, your meanderings about and your studying of, um, of the uh, arcane and of the, uh, the technological, uh, you see that these few pieces actually, when put together, could work, um, could, could craft uh, items. You're not exactly sure what it would be, um, but they all have a... Um, a very similar wave function to them. Do you, um, so they're very cohesive. All right. Um, are they all, can I tell if they're all the same owner, if they all have the same owner? Um, yeah, you know, we'll go with that. Um, you can tell that they all have very similar shipping, um, very similar packaging. Um, so it's, you're almost certain that they have come from the same source, whether or not they're going to the same place. You're not exactly certain of, um, but yes, definitely they have come from the same person or same company or whatever. Okay. And are they like, like how many different boxes would you say there are of different pieces? Uh, let's say five different um, contain different cargo containers and you're looking at probably each 
um, each set is between four to five boxes, you know, large wooden crates. Okay. So, so these pieces are big, then. They're not just like small pieces. They're like, they're large. They pieces. are. Well, they're, they're small pieces within the crates. Um, okay. So this could probably create easily three or so dozen of these items. And you feel, you find that the pretty much the only thing that they're missing is um, a significant power source. Hmm. Um, okay. That, you know, they hmm. have all the tech side and there you see some, there's like some, some crystals and some, some runic carvings and things like that. But um, yeah, the one thing that they're really missing is the, the, the center uh, arcane focus to energize the item. (laughs) All right. Um, I guess my next course of action would be to figure out who on the ship is transporting these very nice all right um i think that would take probably a little bit uh carousing of such um, yeah we got 22 days you do um and so as you're kind of going through this and you're kind of looking under tarps and peeking in boxes and things like that a uh, a voice from the the other side of the cargo hold uh shouts out to you and you just hear hey hey what right. are you doing over there spin around and uh, Milo's hands are always in his pockets, his pants pockets, not his jacket. Um, his jacket's kind of always folded behind his arms. Um, and his brown messenger bag is always slung over his, over his shoulder. Um, he spins around and uh, <clears throat> he just says he's checking on his cargo. Because um, obviously I'm with the giant tarp power core. <laughs> Got to make sure my investment's okay. And so he kind of... Uh, <laughs> And there's uh, kind of lanterns hung here and there throughout the uh, the hold, and uh, he kind of walks into the light of one of them, and you see that it's this really short um, and very scrawny person. Uh, he stands maybe just shy of three feet. Um, he has this kind of mat of purplish hair, but it's very clearly, although not well done, purposely shaped in a uh, in a he's going for almost that out of bed look, but it's very clear that he has like handfuls of spikes that he's kind of pulled here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, no facial hair or anything, uh, but he does have very kind of olive skin, which most people on the ship do. You spend a lot of time outside. And he has a, uh, he's fairly well-dressed and he has a, uh, a book, a ledger that he's carrying around with him. Okay. He says, you're, I don't, I don't think you're supposed to be down here. I don't know your face. Uh, you can talk to, uh, you can talk to Decoro. He knows me. Oh. You must have his name in that ledger of yours. And licks his finger, flips it a couple of times. Decoro, Decoro. And your name? Is Milo. Milo Astrid. And who might you be? Yes. Oh, oh. And he sees your in, slams the book shut, tucks it underneath his arm, and he goes, I am first mate Pivel of the Bitter Mother. First mate Pivel, huh? Yes. So I was just down here checking on the cargo, making sure that nothing had slid around, everything was secure. I did not know anybody was down here. I apologize for startling you. 
No problem at all. Tell me, what can you tell me about Captain Dagger? <laughs> well, Captain Dagger is a great man. He has sailed these seas for his entire life. He got the ship from his father, who in turn, it was handed down to him by his father and his father. And for generations, the Bitter Mother is a, is a great old ship that has sailed even before the, broken, the breaking of the seas. Hmm. Sounds like an interesting man. <laughs> Sounds like you look up to him a lot. <laughs> well, I mean, he is fairly... T- oh, you meant... Yes. Uh, yo, I do. <laughs> I, I uh, trained. My uncle was his first mate a, uh, a handful of decades ago, and I trained under him, and he was gracious enough to take me under his arm. He has been a, a, a very powerful influence over my life, and he is a, a great man and a great leader. He makes this ship a wonderful place to live. Do you have your own quarters? Of course. Of course the first mate has his own quarters. Are they suitable for your... He looks around. Stature? And kind of starts huffing up and he gets a little red. (laughs) What would you mean by that? I just mean, as a first mate who's been serving for the family for so long, I assume that your room is gigantic. Oh, oh, I mean, I mean, we are on a ship. Nobody has, you know, large or or roomy court. I mean, Captain Dragger does, but that's because he's the captain and he keeps most of the the coin for passage and uh, anything that the banks are trading from one to another. He keeps, I mean, you know, so he, he needs a lot of storage. But yes, no, my quarters are sufficient they are, uh, I have seen other first mate quarters on some other ships, and they could be considered fairly large in comparison. Well, that's good. If you ever need anything, just uh, come find me. I'll be on the ship for 22 days. <laughs> I can guarantee I would not need anything from you. But All thank right. you for the offer. And I'll meander out of the hold. Mm-hmm. And he'll kind of keep an eye on you a little bit before flipping his book back open. And he pulls a quill out from a pocket. Start. All right. So we will uh, head back up to the uh, to the galley then with uh, Decoromir and Valos. Uh, so you uh, the galley isn't particularly busy. Uh, a lot of the people that gain passage here aren't really for uh, hanging out with the crew too much. And uh, since there's really only one place to congregate, um, which is said galley, a lot of people either tend to stick to above deck or in um, in the passenger quarters. So there's a, a small amount of crew here. Uh, most of them, you know, this is still a kind of rough area that requires um, constant maintenance of the ship. It's not really until you get up to the uh, to the Spine Islands that uh, it's smooth sailing, so to speak. Um, so the the ship is being worked quite often still. So you have a small handful of crew there, a couple other passengers, and then the three of you. 
there a table off to the back? Sure, of course. You go get the beers. I will get the seat. You heard her, Decoros. Go get the beers. <clears throat> oh, <laughs> sure, Val- Valo. Why don't you go and uh, have a seat with her, and I'll grab the beers. I'll have them right over to you. Good man. Ah, yes. <laughs> so, uh, I'll belly up there to the bar. I'll. Uh, who's behind the bar? Uh, it's uh, you know him. You've seen him quite often. Uh, it's uh, Tarell. Uh, he has uh, been on the ship for Tarell, as long as you've see? been using it. So. Oh yes, yeah. Hey, how uh, you doing? Hey. What can I get you, Decoro? Well, a couple of well, three ales. Okay. <laughs> and Busy night also, tonight, apparently. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm I'm gonna learn all kinds of new stuff. But I wanted to. You see that guy over there? And I'll point over to Valos, who's sitting with Mira. Mira at this point. Right. So he wants to buy everyone in here around. Ah, good man. Yeah, he's he's the best. He's the best. But I'll just I'll take these three and then I'll I'll bring them over there. All right, Dagaro. You have fun there, and I see that uh, see you got a little lady over there, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, no. I, it's nothing. It's it's you have you have to you got to take a look at her. I don't know what the deal what that is, but there's something about her, and we're gonna go find out what it is. Yeah, I bet you are. It's all right. Yeah. You know the quiet place to <laughs> <Yeah>. hold. <laughs> no. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I'm looking around here. I'm seeing that there's some possibilities, but hey, you never know. Who knows where the night will go is all I'm saying. No, nothing's too weird. Am I right? <laughs> and I, I just remember the night turns into the day. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Whatever happens in Dragger's Hold stays in Dragger's Hold. And I shove <laughs> back to the <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, I got the ales. Here you go. Oh, thank you. ale on the ship. That's probably the only ale on the ship. Mm. <laughs> Hope it yeah. lasts. It is a long ride. Indeed. A little last. So um, where are we going? So we are heading to Highland. Where are you it's going? quite a trip. Wherever you are. Well, we're here. So am I. So you made it. Ah. <laughs> Why did you sneak aboard the ship? I've been watching you. I have left Kambani. Cool in search of, I don't know quite what, but a calling. And I think that calling is you. <laughs> I, uh, I, usually, I usually don't call anyone, unless I need a ride with a shipment or something. Whether you have done it personally or greater force has, we have somehow come together. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, you snuck aboard the ship. I did. Do you think it, what, what, what about me is uh, is intriguing to you as far as this is concerned? That mark you have, that's how I began. Yeah. Do you know what this is? I, I'm De- and Decker's Decker's looking around like he's trying to hide it because he doesn't make him very comfortable. But I, do, do you know what this is? I can only speculate it's a gift from the gods. But this sucks. I gotta be. It's it's nothing is the same since it's. It, I I don't even know how it actually happened, but it was just you know you, you go delving and you, you dig things up. It's what I do. I do it all the time. But this particular instance, it was you know something. I got it on me, and then it was gone, and I and then this happened. 
And now I'm very uncomfortable out in the daylight. And I just, if you can tell me what's going on, please do. I think that's part of the thing. I do not know. Perhaps together we can find out. Did you get bitten by a snake by any chance? I don't think so. It didn't feel like a bite. Well, the best it certainly ones wasn't a snake. Ah, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Your personal life I care nothing about. Oh, I don't know anything about that. But I just would like to uh, find out from you like how you got that way. Am I going to look like that? You can only hope. The cool looking eyes, I think I would, I'd be okay with, but the skin, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know if I hope to look like that. She opens up her bags and she puts out little, puts a little dab of something black on her hands and spits on it. And she put this on your neck. What is that? It'll help with the discomfort. Put this on your neck. Wait, are you reaching out trying to put it on his neck? Yes. I, no, he's, he's, no, no, no. I'm not putting this on my neck. What is it? It's. Uh, mud from the Why? swamps. What is it? It will help. What? A poultice? Decoro, she, she clearly knows more about this uh, situation. Decoro sort of looks at Valos. Yeah, all right. All right, but I'm going to put it on. Put it in my hand. Gives it to you. What is it? it smells pretty it fucking smell bad. Oh. This smells pretty fucking bad. <laughs> and I'll just, I'll start rubbing it. Ah, oh, it's... Uh, it sort of feels like the thing. It feels like it. Uh, what now? Well, Decoro, how long has this been going on for? This is not something you've mentioned previously. No, it just happened when I dug this thing up. So this is new. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's pretty new. What did you dig up and where? But I didn't think anything of it. I mean, it's, you know. You got something underground? Where? Oh, the uh, this 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 item that we're what was that last thing? I'm sorry. Where did you dig it up? Oh, um, actually, you know, what was that? The, the the cave I was in. Silverwind. Silverwind. I thought I could okay. type it before you asked yeah, the yeah. question. So it was in there. <laughs> you know, yeah. Well, I, I can't see any of the type stuff. Right oh, now, well, that's pointless then. Yeah, so sorry. The uh, so yeah, that place was probably deeper than usual. I got a hot tip, uh, and it, was, <laughs> it had a covering on it. It was uh, <laughs> it had a covering on it. It was sort of you know black, and I just I just rubbed it off. I mean, it came off easily enough, but I mean it was definitely moving around after I moved it. But I mean I got what I wanted, but then it sort of kind of like it absorbed into me. Until like until yesterday or the day before, before we got on the ship. Huh. It's moving quickly. So have you seen something like this before? Yeah. I mean, other than what's happened to yourself? No, I never have. I came out trying to find someone like me or some clues to it. As the swamps had nothing else for me to discover. My chief sent me. The swamps? The swamps. Do you live in the swamps? I did. I suppose that makes sense. You look like you probably live in a swamp. So you, so you left the swamp because you felt something, and it turns out that it's my pal Decoros, huh? No, I've n never felt him directly, but yes, the presence. 
Interesting. Yes. Um, I was wondering the streets, and he walked by, and his aura called to me, and I snuck on the board and followed you here. And now I realize you were digging up, and I also, from the bottom of the earth, found this. <sighs> and that's the black stuff you had me rub on me? No, no. That just helps disguise oh. it and soothe it. Oh, okay. Well, where have you been staying on the ship that you have yet to be discovered? Down at the rats in the, the bottom holds. But now I'm staying with you. See that, Decoros? You've Jeez. got a roommate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, how long? So you've been there the whole time? Yes. Did you did you see anything weird? No, should I have? No, I, everything's fine then. It's fine. Yeah, it's it's really, it's comfortable down there. Even the what did you dig up? No, I, oh no, I, what did I dig up? You said you were digging, and you it's business. Yeah, I, yeah, it's a job. It's a job. It's a thing I was asked to do. I get paid to do jobs, and and this is a job. Can I see it? No. And at that point now, a uh, decoro over your head. And I'm assuming, you, uh, you know, Mira kind of picked out a table kind of in the corner a little bit. So over your head uh, against the wall comes smashing a mug. Probably about a foot and a half over you to the point where you're now showered in pieces of glass. And, uh, you know, what little beer was left uh, in the mug that didn't fly out or was drunk and storming about 15 oh, feet or so away from you come crashing towards you is this giant bulk of a man stands probably easy six five six six three hundred fifty pounds this kind of palish rough skin a uh this greasy black hair pulled into a top. Do I owe him money too? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, and uh, he looks like probably like a little bit down his line. There was probably a little bit of orc in his blood. Uh, not enough to make a significant impact here, but he kind of has that kind of jutted forward draw. And you know him immediately as a guy that you ran into probably about four or five months ago. Uh, called Hold Course. And <laughs> you kind of had a deal going on where you were uh, you were supposed to take some stuff from him and pass it off. And it was kind of a, he wasn't technically supposed to have it. And uh, mm. you ended up uh, kind of getting drunk that night and you never showed up and he got caught. Ooh. And uh, so, yeah, you can imagine now that he's probably not all that happy with you. <laughs> and so storming now across towards you, he goes, God damn it, Decoro, you son of a fucking bitch. I didn't think I'd ever see your face. Friend of yours, Swordman. Oh, shit. Uh, uh, I'd probably, uh, is, he, is he a member of the crew or is he just a passenger? No, he's a passenger. Okay. Okay, okay. So, ah, shit, did you follow me on here too? All right, guys, I got to deal with this. I'd probably get up and just try to evade him. Evade him. All right. <laughs> you get up uh, and run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this, this guy really knows how to hold his course. <laughs> and I'll get yeah. up and start running with him. 
Yeah, he actually, as soon as you get up, he he makes a like. Originally, he's just kind of like like stomping and walking with a purpose to you, but as soon as he you get up and you're like, whoa, 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 he just <laughs> sprints straight at you. All right, I I absolutely will attempt to uh, evade him and redirect him so into the wall if I can. <laughs> Very nice. I think that would. Uh, I let's go ahead and call that a a speed check then. Uh, we'll go with a, a a difficulty of three. Am I doing like a speed defense roll, or am I, or is it just? Yeah, sure. Let's speed? go defense. That works. So with speed defense, and I'm in, we're inside the ship. I am yep. specialized, so Ooh, that right. some lowers it down to a one. Yep. Um, and then what I'm going to actually do is because I want this to happen because I think it would be cool. I'm going to go ahead and put a level of effort on that. Mm-hmm. So let me lower that down with my one edge. Um, and that makes it a zero, which means it happens. Perfect. Yeah. So what happens? <laughs> so he comes charging. I get up and, ah, shit. And uh, he, he, I'd like to think maybe he, you know, he's, he's going to kind of muckle me, like grab me around. And I would just kind of nimbly spin off to the side, grab one of his arms and kind of wrench it so that he gets a little more momentum and his head just slams right into the side of the, uh, uh, right, right into the wall. Very nice. All right. Is there a, like, is there ooh, any advantage ooh, that you would like to take ooh, with this? So, so like I'll, I'll kind of dance backwards a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there any uh, is, is there any act that you would like to take, or are you just kind of going to try to separate oh. yourself from the situation? Um, you know what I actually want to try to do is I'll take out one of my throwing knives, or like mm-hmm. just well, just one for the action, and I'll I'll grab a um. I'll grab his like like his clothing, one like of his jacket or whatever he's wearing, and I'll just try to jam it into the side so that he's sort of pinned in that downward position, if it's possible. Sounds good. That sounds like might. <laughs> Trying to yeah. to slam it down as hard as possible in order to actually pierce the wood and everything. And all right, cool. So I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna put because uh, the set. This is a separate. Can I? Uh, this is a separate action, right? Sort of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm gonna spend a level of my effort as well on mm-hmm. that. We'll take you down to Very that, nice. and then so uh, unfortunately this will be against a, a three as well. So you're down to two. Down to two. Okay. Danny, <clears throat> do you do you mind rolling for me? Yep. Nineteen on the dice. Oh. Danny's roll for everybody. Yes, that one should have been mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Taking my good rolls. That also blasts off a, mi- a minor effect, I believe. Correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> uh, I would appreciate. Would the could the minor effect be either that he's knocked out cold? Or perhaps I'm able to get a couple more of my knives stuck in the wall so he's even further uh, pinned down. Uh, yeah, you know what? So we'll, uh, so basically you, you jab the knife in and he kind of is, is twisted around a little bit. And so when he finally kind of spins back and sees you, he goes to lunge forward, just completely out of his gourd. He just, <laughs> all he wants is your neck in his hands at this point. And he goes lunging forward, not even realizing what you had just done. And when he does, 
his uh he's kind of yanked back his feet go flying out from under him <laughs> and uh, combined with the few ales that he's probably already put into himself he slams down on the fr- on the ground you just hear the thud and the crack of his head hit the uh hit the wood and he uh just absolutely passes out you are well liked i see <sighs> all right so <clears throat> So I'm gonna leave. Um, I don't know if you want to take this down to the rat gal or to, to the rat rat world, rat ward, but uh, I I'm gonna go. We we should perhaps move this discussion to our quarters. Yeah, yeah. You've also probably yeah, gathered is, the attention is... of everybody else in the galley. Yeah. Hood up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So as as we oh, walk uh, out, sorry there. I'll uh, the bartender. I'll be like, hey, sorry about that. I'm the. I'll I'll see my way out. Dickers, do you want him to remember this? Um. Oh, what does that mean? What do you mean by that? I could probably make him forget this ever happened. This last five minutes. That'd be awesome. All right. That would be so great if you could do that. <laughs> Try my best. <laughs> Um, Wait, Mira, Mira, though, can you make him remember something else? Or is, can you just erase memories? I've not been blessed with that ability yet. Uh, is that you want like, to whisper it into like, his ear, can perhaps? So. A spider? Can I get that? <laughs> Possibly, but it was a snake. Yeah, that's not... Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'll do that. Um, so I'm going to use this the special ability, uh, erase memories, use three intelligence points, but it's only two because I have a edge in that. Um, and it's intellect roll check. You erase the last five minutes of somebody's memories. Nice. All right. So let's try this bad boy. And I rolled a 16. Ooh. You are pretty sure that when he wakes up, he will be in a drunken haze and not exactly sure whether or not he was just uh, drink dreaming or not. Dickeros, you could probably whisper things in his ear now. Okay. So I bend down and I say, oh, crap. Well, what was his name again? Uh, Hardcourse. Bro, you thought you saw me here, but it was, uh, you were seeing things because you were so drunk and you ran into the wall. Yeah, that's what you did. That's what you remember. All right, I'll see you. I'll see you later. And I'll rip my knives out of the wall and, and, and can leave. <laughs> <laughs> it was swamp gas. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was all the swamp gas. Here, so don't get pink eye. Yeah, I pass gas his face. It was all the swamp body. All right, let's go. Yeah, Velos Velos flips a, a gold coin or whatever we're using for for currency mm-hmm. at the at the bartender. He's like, uh, "Sorry for the mess." Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, all well and good. But, I look at the- but how are you going to cover the round that you paid for? <laughs> What's that? Uh, Decoro, you said that you'd... Uh, oh, yeah. You, you wanted to, to buy a round for everybody on the house. <laughs> so as they walk out, he's just... 
he, he turns to look as he's like running out the door and just kind of shakes his head. Yeah, Decoros, Decoros is gone. <laughs> uh, I, I should have figured. All right, how much is it? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, five, seven, <laughs> yeah. uh, like three gold. All right, so he, he will reach into one of his voluminous <laughs> pockets and, and pull out the three gold. Yeah. Takes a look. All right, thanks. Yeah, thank thank you. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Watch out for that one. Oh yeah, he's he's the best. And he, he will saunter down to the. Uh, I assume we're going back to our room, so I'll head back that way. Yeah. All right. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.